And I'm Becky, and I'm the kind of person your parents would probably forbid you to hang out with. The reason is, is that my parents allow me everything, and I'm more than happy to accept their generous gifts. Or at least, I had everything before it all changed. The truth ruined my world. I know it seems quite strange not to realize obvious things at the age of 17, but I was so used to it. I voluntarily refused to see things as they really were. It hurt me more when I understood the real reason why they were treating me so well and turning a blind eye to everything that I've done. Just now, I'm so ashamed, ashamed of everything. But there is still hope. Maybe I really can fix everything. Ah, forgive me, I'm getting ahead of myself. A story is only good when it's told from the very beginning. So, let's go back in time, and I'll show you what my life looked like before all this happened. As I already told you, my parents used to be more like friends to me. They were never like normal parents who look over your shoulder all the time and make you do things you didn't want to do. It was paradise itself, and I liked that. So, I tried to stay in line. Don't bite the hand that feeds you, you know. I wasn't going to give up their trust and this freedom so lightly. However... With time, I began to test my borders a little at a time. I cut my long hair short and dyed it blue. My parents remained silent. Then I got my tongue and my brow pierced. Mom and Dad just laughed and bought me expensive silver jewelry. Gradually, I realized that my parents' trust was very... flexible. Maybe even infinite. Huh, I wonder then, is that even trust? Ah, anyway... It seems I could do anything, and they would just smile and nod placidly. It was kind of a dangerous and exhilarating feeling for a teenager, and, predictably, I leached off of them and enjoyed my life. Then it happened when I hit puberty, or, as our school counselor called it, adolescence. I became quite the bad girl. I cut classes and organized a little, uh, gang, if you will, out of like-minded individuals. There were two of my best friends and my boyfriend, Casey. We were the most popular people in our school, and everyone was so afraid of us. Sometimes our jokes were a bit cruel, I admit, though, honestly, I've never been punished for anything. Ever. So, what did I care? My friends were the most stylish people in the school, and we had the coolest football player on our side. And then there was me, the angry and aggressive leader. We were the perfect team, truly. The thought that we were doing something wrong never appeared in our heads. We were destined to be the top dogs with our looks and personality. It was only a matter of time. It was a natural event, truly. Until that broke into our lives. High school started the same way middle school ended. Between classes, Casey and I hid under the stairs and would make out. One time, in the middle of one of our sessions, an explosion happened. I guess technically it wasn't an actual explosion, but we heard voices even under the stairs. There were voices of my friends, Betty and Emily. It sounded like they had a huge fight with our literature teacher. They were screaming so loudly as if they were trying to intimidate a bull back into its cage. Everything was cut and dry. Our teacher figured out what Casey and I were doing and followed us. That snitch wanted to go down where we were and scold us, but my loyal defenders leaped into action, trying to protect me from her. There was a huge fight, and Casey and I, well, we got involved. 
After the scandal, the school principal wanted to see all of us. Obviously, he also called for all of our parents. They each arrived within about 15 minutes, and mine came in as they always do, smiling and winking. But my friends were not as lucky as me, because their parents were outraged. The principal was blaming us for violating school rules. Everyone had their eyes to the grounds, looking away. And their parents were furious. You could just see the steam rising from their ears. <laughs> Nothing new there. I've seen it all before. Certainly not the first time we've gotten into trouble. Well, I say that, but if we got caught for every little thing we'd done, we would have been in this principal's office a million times over by now. But I started pushing my boundaries, even at school. Now... Just to clear up some misinformation, Casey and I were actually only accused of making out. The girls interfered voluntarily. Nobody asked them to. Anyway, all of us were punished. Well, all of us, except for me. The principal pretended I wasn't even there. At some point, even our teacher said that kisses were, in fact, okay, but being rude to an authority figure was just too much. After the incident, the principal politely threw my parents and me out. My dearest mother and father wished me luck and vanished. The others were waiting in the principal's office and listening to all that yelling. All of them were suspended from school for a whole week. So, being all on my lonesome, I decided to stay by the door, and I eavesdropped on Casey's parents, forbidding him to date me because I was a bad role model and that I would ruin his mental state or whatever. Casey said that it was them, his parents, and his teachers who were the bad influence, and he also told them to mind their own business. It wasn't a surprise, then, when they placed him under house arrest. The girls in our group were scolded, too, although not as much as poor Casey. I got bored of eavesdropping, and honestly, I went to the toilet to cry about Casey. I really liked him, okay? Don't judge me. And I didn't want him to be punished because of me. I'm not that heartless. And the thought that we wouldn't see each other after a whole week frustrated me to no end. Suddenly, a bright idea came into my head. I wasn't known as the most fearsome person in school for no reason, after all. Though, obviously, no one would dare tell me that to my face. So why don't I use my superpower of getting into trouble for good for once? As I remembered, Casey's room was on the second floor of his parents' house. Under his window grew bushes of some, I don't know, rare rose species or something. Uh, they were growing up on top of a trellis, like a solid metal grate. <sighs> Honestly, pretentious things like flowers are stupid, but whatever. The problem wasn't going outside. My parents pretended everything was fine when their daughter left the house at 11 p.m. right in front of their faces. They never cared. Mom only asked me to take an umbrella because the forecast called for rain. The interesting part began a bit later. Even though it was late, I wasn't afraid of the night. There were no other criminals in our neighborhood, and I was the leader of a pretty fearsome gang. However, there still could have been some cops checking the streets, so I tried to sneak through the bushes. Thankfully, Casey lived not too far from me. My next step was easy enough. I jumped and grabbed the trellis, scratching my arm with those damn roses Casey's mom loves so much. Still, I made it there. Casey was so surprised to see me that he looked like a princess caught in a tower. <laughs> well, it wasn't such a big deal for me. He was pleased to see me there, however. It turned out that his parents locked him in his room for the whole week. It was a punishment for things he didn't even do. The fact that they even forbade him to hang out with me was still true, however. That conversation actually did happen. They thought that I'd been a bad influence on him. Well, yeah, most people would agree that I'm no goody two-shoes. 
But the way I see it, I'm not made of gold. It's not my job to please everyone. We had a great time together in Casey's room. Then I peacefully got out and went home. There were only a few hours until dawn at that point. Unlike my gang, I was not suspended from school, so I still had to get ready the next day. So as the week went on, I got used to my nightly walks. All the nights I spent with Casey. <laughs> now don't think bad of me, we were just kissing and talking. We even slept in our own pajamas. I just really missed him as well as my other friends. It's not fun to be bad when you do it alone. My fairy tale, however, couldn't last forever. Everything was revealed on the last night of my punishment, just before everything was about to go back to normal, and... And it was my fault! I was just... I was so excited, I wasn't careful to be conspicuous, and I... I stepped on the part of the trellis that I shouldn't have, and it... And it fell under my weight. I was just trying to fall into the arms of my sweet prince, as I did several times before... But instead, I fell into rose bushes. The trellis finally broke. Casey's parents heard the noise and ran down. And they immediately called my parents. But as always, nobody told me anything. They were quite okay with the fact that a delicate young lady spent nights in her boyfriend's room. My parents politely walked me home and wrote a check for the broken trellis and ruined rose bushes. And that was it. Everything got worse after some time. It turned out that I broke something in my spine while I was falling. I realized it only in the hospital when I woke up after being under IV. My mom was crying, and the doctor smiled at me and patted my little head. My friends were sitting in the hall and waving at me. The doctors told me that I'm stuck in the hospital for several weeks or so, and that I have to stay in the subpine position for some time. I don't know. Everything appeared fine on the outside, though I got a terrible headache and dizziness when I tried to stand up. Actually, it hurt even when I was just trying to lift my arm, so I agreed to have some therapy, hoping it would help. But honestly, it's so dull over here. Thankfully, I can have visitors any time. Betty and Emily almost live in my room. But I can't do anything. It seems like their main goal is just to piss off all the medical staff, and that is actually kind of fun. But there was just one thing missing. Casey hadn't shown up for two weeks. I asked everyone about him, but they just looked away, even when I was super persistent. At that moment, I had no idea that my personal nightmare had already begun. Subscribe to the channel in order not to miss the next episodes of the series. If you haven't seen the previous episodes of the series, you should definitely watch those.